Folks, in our youth, when our careers were growing and expenses were high, we needed to get the most from our savings and the money we invested in the market. As we age, we need a safer strategy, one that can protect against market loss. We need to keep our hard-earned principles safe while allowing growth to provide us with reliable retirement income. Therefore, to learn about reliable retirement income, I highly recommend Arif Halaby's show, The Total Financial Hour, Sundays at 11 a.m. on AM 870, The Answer. The information on this show is not intended to be the primary basis for investment decisions and should not be used to provide financial advice. Please obtain the guidance of a financial professional regarding your particular financial concerns. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. This program reflects the views of Arif Halavi, California Insurance License 0B93792 of TFS Financial Insurance Services. TFS Financial Insurance Services, California Insurance License Number 0F22477, provides retirement income strategies using insurance and annuity products, which are guaranteed by the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Financial security will help you live the life you dream. Learn about financial power, the total financial hour. Now higher income strategy, learn from Arif Halaby. Hey, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for being with me. I'm Arif Halaby, the total financial hour, your place for news, talk, information. This is it, the total financial hour. I'm going to give you the number. Grab a pen. I'll give it to you a couple of times throughout the show here. It's triple eight ninety nine retire. That's eight 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 nine nine seven three eight four seven. That's nine nine seven three eight four seven. All right, we've got a special guest this morning. We're going to get into some things that I think are pretty important. You've heard me talk about this over and over again, and you also know that we, our good friend Larry Elder, has announced his run for governor. It's an exciting thing. Uh, he's listen. This is very important. He doesn't know I'm, I'm going to be asking this, so, so it's not just between you and me. He needs you to donate something. Here's why. Because if one person donates $1,000 or five people donate 100 they count the five people as the support, as the direction that the state is leaning. In other words, some of the smaller candidates, lower end up candidates, will probably drop out. It's, it's a way to kind of say, hey, this isn't right for you. Everybody wants this person. So... I, now listen, if you want to get five people donating a thousand, I'm sure he would spend the money. But don't don't think it's a one way street here, guys. He needs not just your uh, donation, but he needs you to sign up. And anybody that's uh, 18 or older, all right. So you can you can have your kids, aunt, uncle, grandparents, anybody that's in there in the house that lives in California, have them sign up. And if you don't live in California, because you've heard me warn you. You've heard me warn you in Texas. You've heard me warn you, uh, folks that live in, in Utah and southern Utah. I encourage you to do this. You have to keep the progressives at bay. You have to keep 100% of them at bay. Don't give them an inch. You might think you're trying to be nice or it's the Christian thing to do. You cannot let them on school boards or water boards or PTA presidents. You can't. Because it's not a different idea. They're socialists. They're communists. They are as deep. I don't mean a liberal Democrat. A liberal Democrat really dislikes the, the, the push against the First Amendment. So, so it isn't a Democrat. It's the far-left progressives. It's the crazy people from BLM and Antifa. right? The violent terrorist groups. If, if, listen, if they don't think there's going to be something... That's going to happen. I, I guess you're just going to have to to ask around. But 
why I've encouraged you to push back is because the crazies that ran San Francisco now run the country. Right? You understand that. The most powerful senator in this in, in the US Senate is Diane Feinstein, who for twenty five years had a Chinese spy as her personal driver and assistant. Can you imagine for a minute if a Republican had a spy in their midst from China or in this case from Russia, because they think, you know, China is is you know, just uh, they're, they're just that little country over there. Don't worry about them. So people are leaving California and they're coming to your cities and your states. And when they do, guess what they do to your house prices? Some of you just want them to go back. Look at what they're doing to your traffic. Some of you just want them to go back. Well, you have to really push back. And if it's supporting somebody like Larry, if it's getting involved in California politics because you know that they're coming to a city near you, you have to do it, all right? Because here's what's happening. Businesses are leaving. California is a beautiful state, by the way. It's managed probably the most poorly than any state or city has ever been managed, except for maybe uh, Lewis of New Orleans and Louisiana, right? Some of these guys way back when. How many of them ended up going to state and federal prison that have run the state of Louisiana or New Orleans? In fact, what is the last two decades they've had Multiple government officials, very corrupt, bad place to be, bad business environment. Well, unless you pay the right people, you pay those folks and then you're on track. Well, in California, you have to say the right words or you get canceled. We're losing businesses, folks, and they're not just going to where you think they might be. You know, oh, well, they're just going over here to, uh, you know, to, to Texas. Everybody thinks, well, yeah, they certainly are. And that's who we have as a guest today is a gentleman who has left California, gone to Texas, taken his business, taken his family. And we're going to ask him why. Welcome to the show, Tark. Thank you. Tark Nasrallah uh, owned a, an auto repair company. I'll get into some more details here in the San Fernando Valley in the Southern California region. Predominantly controlled, well, at least for as long as I know, by Democrats. And if anything, it was some rhino Republicans if they ever got in, the, in office anyway. And the push is always and always the progressive agenda. But it looks like you were, well, how long ago did you move? Let's talk about that. I moved five years ago, 2016. So in 2016, there was still a movement happening. It seems that it's accelerated a lot since then. Significantly. And your, one of your businesses, though, is auto repair. It's also another type of business. What is that? Yes, uh, we are U-Haul dealers as well. Okay, so as a U-Haul dealer, what does that mean? We have U-Haul vehicles that we rent them on behalf of U-Haul to customers that are moving. And so if I am here in your Southern California, because you still have a location here in Southern California. Yes. You moved all your operations and other offices and other businesses over to, to the Dallas area. Yes. So tell me the difference between moving from California to Texas or Texas to California. As far as the U-Haul is concerned? Yeah, the, the process, the U-Haul, the price. Well, the process is the same no matter which way you go. But uh, just to give you an example, and uh, when I rented from Los Angeles to the Dallas area, I rented a 15-foot truck. So U-Hauls have different sizes. So if you can even do this yourself, anybody could do it by going to uhaul.com. And I put in the... I'm saying I'm leaving from Los Angeles and I'm going to Dallas. The 15-foot truck will cost me right now $3,100. 
and change. Now that doesn't does that include miles or gas? that includes the miles, but not fuel, not insurance, nothing. Wow, just the truck rental. However, if you rent the same identical truck from the same identical spot in Dallas, bringing it back to Los Angeles, it would cost you six hundred twenty-six dollars. Six twenty-six. Correct. Now we've uh, spoken for years about a lot of these vehicles paying people to fly to to Dallas or Phoenix or or Henderson, Nevada get the truck, get the vehicle, and bring it back deadheaded, if you will, or drive it back empty Correct. just because we've been out of out of trucks here. Yes. So, so uh, what's the solution? U-Haul's manufacturing trucks are trying to bring them online, aren't they? That's exactly right. They're manufacturing quite a bit of trucks. And, and they'll discount the rate to the consumer coming back to L.A., as I mentioned. Also, Phoenix. I ran the Phoenix numbers because it's a close state, so people are moving there as well. Same 15-foot truck from Phoenix to excuse me from Los Angeles to Phoenix $742 from Phoenix to Los Angeles $199 they're basically giving it away just to have you bring back the truck yeah they just want you to move the truck back correct you know so we're seeing this guys I want to give you kind of a breakdown here this is important as you know sometimes people say well Eric why is that doesn't matter what's the big deal because who do you think's paying the taxes right you've heard me say as you retire and you live life the, the, by definition, your ability to retire is simple. It's because you have money. Now, you might have it as unearned income, meaning a pension, 401k, uh, most rental properties. It might be earned income, which is a job, part-time work, maybe pulling money from your corporation that you've, that you've sold and they're, they're paying you off through, through different forms. But here's what we have. Businesses. Even if big corporations, right? Here, here's the, the poison. You ready for this? I'm going to say the F word. I know Salem is not going to be happy. Fair. You want me to control your life? Let me say fair. If I say fair, uh, we want to pay your fair share. You have to pay your fair share. The moment that happens, I'm like, uh uh-oh. Just like the music, right? You're watching a horror film. The lady walks down the hall. It's all dark, and she's slowly walking. She's just about ready to open the closet, and the music changes. And you know something bad's going to happen. As soon as these politicians say the word fair, the music has changed. And I know something bad is going to happen. Because you understand that they don't play by those rules. You're either right or you're wrong. And then you tell me the rule book, like what do you, the Bible, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights. I'm okay with the, using those as right or wrong metrics, right? That's what we measure against. And then the other part is, well, I'm going to try. We need to be fair, and we're going to try to be fair. That means they have a lot of room to make mistakes. As people are leaving, let me give you a, a kind of the states that they're going to. We have Tennessee and Texas are the number one, number two. Florida and Ohio, and the top five rounds out with the Arizona. And Ohio is interesting to me. I don't know, Tarek, if you're getting a lot of folks moving to, uh, to places like Ohio, Midwest, Ohio, Indiana, uh, you know, Illinois. Are you getting any of that? Yes, we are. Not as much as Dallas, but yes, we are getting Ohio, we're getting Tennessee, we're also getting Idaho. Idaho, yes. Any Utah or Nevada, is, is that kind of run its course now? Yes, we get some, but not few and far in between. Yeah, if you take a look, guys, if you go to Vegas, Las Vegas and Henderson area, I mean, they've built homes. It's surprising, especially if you're driving in from the west, and you don't realize that Vegas is starting 5 and 10 and 15 miles before it actually used to start just you know, 10 or 12 years ago. And you have Henderson building all the way off to the south and to the east. 
And so I don't know where these people are moving from, maybe from other states, because you're finding or, or that you all across the board is finding that people are moving. And I know you don't represent. Let me be clear here, guys. He doesn't represent U-Haul Corporation. He's just a, a, a dealer that's here. But your experience is a business that has left Texas. It's also other people. You're not just getting new people from California that are moving in to your city and, and in your community, in your neighborhood. Where else are they coming from? Uh, in the Dallas area, for example, they're coming in from Chicago. They're coming in from uh, uh, even actually from uh, New York, New Jersey, a lot of people are kind of hovering, go, leaving the East Coast and the West Coast and going to the South or in the Midwest. You know, if you ever took a look in 2004 and five, and some of you may have come to some of my classes. I used to run some financial classes in 04, five, and we were talking about real estate as an investment option for some or part of your money. And what we were doing is running real estate classes. And I would take a look and I'd say, listen, you could jump on a 737 at eight o'clock. And if you're somewhere in the center part of the U.S., below the 35th degree parallel, right, which is Below, let's say, the Bay Area all the way across, uh, there's some exceptions. You know, Denver reaches out above that a little bit. <coughs> but what you're going to see across the board is the weather's different below 35 degree. And if you can be in the center part of the United States, you could be on a plane at, at breakfast time and meet your grandchildren for lunch. So you're there in an hour and a half, two hours. Not only that. You want weather, you want proper, listen, you're not going to get big pay raises anymore, hence you're retired. Or small families that are saying, we're just trying to struggle, we're, we're trying to get by student loans. So we need a, a reasonable cost of living. And so we recommended the Dallas area for years as the next up and coming, simply because you take below the 35 degree parallel, you take where you can see your granddaughter in Seattle and your grandchildren in Miami, all within a couple of hours, and you could be there for lunch. It explains why there's a huge push. Now, Tark, I'm I'm seeing this. So so now flip on your hat as just a straight business owner. You've left the state of California to go to other states, to go to, to Texas primarily. What is the biggest difference that you're seeing between here and there? Just as a business owner, period. Regulation is the number one thing. We can actually breathe in Texas. I have identical businesses here in California and in Texas, identical business, identical names. And I'm in a city called Greenville, Texas, which is about 50 miles east of Dallas. I'll give you a perfect example. And a couple of years ago, I had the privilege and honor to be an in-studio guest with Larry Elder. He asked me the same question. And one of the questions here in California Immediately, right after January, we get the city inspectors, the inspectors for the fire extinguishers, inspector for the hoist, inspector for the air compressor, inspector for the drain, storm drain, everything. And then, of course, right as soon as the inspector leaves, you get a bill. Texas, we have nothing, at least in Greenville, where I'm at, in a Hunt County is what it's called. And Hunt County is a little bit not like Dallas, where Dallas you do have to have a business license, but in the city of Greenville, you don't even have to have a business license. They come and look at your fire extinguishers, good, have a nice day, and that's it. You don't have to have a permit for it. You don't have to have a, you know, hey, we need this. We need. To, we know your business better than you are because we are city inspectors, and we're going to inspect it and send you a bill afterwards. Look, city inspectors are nice people, but I can tell you with having some of them as clients uh, at different levels, different cities, different organizations, uh, their their understanding of anything completely, it's it's not there. They're, they just can't be that great, right? Even a building inspector. You understand that building inspector's job is to come in and look at electrical and plumbing, roofing and framing. You would never hire one person who says, I can do everything. 
I'm an expert at everything. You're like, no, you're not. If you think you're great at everything, you're probably good at almost nothing. And when we talk about this in the financial world, listen, there's a financial uh, professional who just uh, that, that you may have known or heard of who just, quote, retired. It was after the SEC, Securities Exchange Commission, uh, indicted him, put his name down, suing him, bringing a, a substantial lawsuit. The FBI does a, a, a joint investigation, and there could be some problems. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't, I don't know what happened behind the scenes. But he was selling a Ponzi scheme. We know that. Because some of you came to my office to try to help recover some of that. I, it's, it's a tough thing. Right when, when you go to a, a financial professional and he or she says, I can do everything. I'm a certified financial professional planner with a state plan. You go, wow. You're the first person I've ever known that can be great at everything. It's not what I'm interested in. If I get my brakes done, I want to go to a place that does brakes. Specifically brakes on my make, my model, every day, every week. I don't want somebody who says, we do foreign and domestic, Mercedes and, and Infinity. We can do everything. I'm like, what? Not interested. So when, when you have this bureaucracy in Southern California and in the big cities, <clears throat> and look, Salt Lake is coming into this, right? Boise is coming into this. The most, one of the most liberal mayors west of the, the Mississippi. She's in Boise, Idaho. If you guys think you're going to run to a place like that, it's where the crazies in San Francisco went. They said, oh, we almost did it right, but we got to do it just a little bit different. She's beyond insane. Defund the police. You have homeless people everywhere. Yeah, Boise. I don't mean Eagle. I don't mean Meridian. But Boise, Idaho. Right? Everybody wants to feel that money can feel. Tark, we're seeing people leave the state at record numbers. Somewhere around 1,900 people per day leave the state of California. When they pick up and go, they take their spending. Now, this is a this is a hard thing. Are you seeing that you have to, do you have the same prices? That's a good question. Same prices in Texas as you do here? Not at all. The prices are lower there? Yes. And the quality is the same? Product's the same? You buy the product from the same distributor. So the product is identical. What's the difference? Why? Because of all that regulatory baloney and the taxes, I'm sure. Correct. Every time, even the oil, when, when we buy oil to do oil changes, for example, there's environmental fees on top of it. Then you have the environmental protect environmental license then you have the environmental protection agency permit which all costs money so that all adds up to the price of the oil and then in texas we have none of that you buy a gallon oil you pay for a gallon oil not plus 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 so therefore the discounts the savings we pass on to the consumer so you're finding that people can live a more well at least a more comfortable life you probably have a lot more one person in the house is working, one person is staying home and raising their kids, as opposed to California, where you have both people working and you have somebody, a stranger, raising their kids and imparting the stranger's values onto your children. Absolutely. And what are you, what are you getting there as the, the main businesses in your community? What, what businesses are you seeing there? Well, all businesses are all uh, the same as far as businesses and people. We're identical, so we all need the same, we have the same needs. We no, need I mean, your customers. Where are your customers coming from? Oh, most of my customers are Dallas in, in the Greenville area. They're Greenville residents. A lot of them moved out of the Dallas area because of the foreigners that came from California. So the people in Dallas, the native Dallas people, are moving to the outskirts cities like uh, Greenville and Commerce and so, some of those state, cities, rather. Well, when Elon Musk in March earlier this year moved to Austin, moved to Austin, Texas, 
and he moved his uh, headquarters between Austin and, and operations in Austin, Texas, and Reno, Nevada. He did so because California, just every time they turn around, it's like if you can create something dumb, they do it. If you can create, you know, if you have six choices and one is the, the dumbest choice of all, that's always the one they pick. I don't know why. It, it seems as if it's obvious, but I think they feel that they think that they can feel numbers. Guys, it's your retirement. You think you could retire a little earlier? Why do you not think that people leave the state of California when they retire? We're up to somewhere around 95 out of 100 people that retire from our client base have left the state. 95, it's never been that way. Right now, we have businesses leaving, well-known firms, of course, as I mentioned, Tesla. We have somewhere in the neighbor, and listen, this is what happens. This is always interesting to me. You have the politicians, of course, Democrat politicians, right? Assemblywoman Lorena Gonzalez from San Diego, uh, F, you know, F Elon Musk, and it's not the fair word. California has given you so much. We've given you, we've given you. Without us, you'd be nothing, says a lady who's probably never written a paycheck in her life, just signed the back. So December of last year, he began to, to make some moves. Surprise, he moved everything out of the state. Look, this is important because the unemployment that's taking place here, it's not going to recover in, in cities. If you have a choice, if you can work remotely, if you have a choice where you can move your business, <clears throat> use a delivery service, use email, use uh, scanning and copying, why would you be in a place? Now, listen, I get it, the weather, but you have a choice. Quality of life, homeless people sleeping on your front porch. I think you guys have to fight back. Listen, you've heard me say this before. If you are retired, you thought you were going to live a comfortable life. Maybe God had different plans for you. Maybe you're the one who's retired, who doesn't have to worry about income. You're the one that's supposed to run for the school board. You're the one that's supposed to run for the county supervisor. You have to. Nobody else is going to care. I don't know if the state is worth say, saving. I, I don't I, Worth, yes. Possible, I don't know. I don't know if it's possible to save the state of California. I think it has to file bankruptcy. In my professional opinion, I think it has to default. Now, that means all of you that are receiving state, county, local pensions that are reliant on those, uh, those concerns would have a potential of a reno renegotiation, just like Detroit and San Bernardino, just like uh, Mammoth Lakes, California, just, just like the state of Rhode Island. A lot of these organizations, these companies, these cities, these counties, had to file bankruptcy or what, or, or technically, or if they can't file bankruptcy, yeah, they just go default. I mean, you can call it, you know, Mickey Mouse in a bottle. It doesn't matter what you call it. They still can't pay the bills and will renegotiate and say, sorry, all of you, we know we owe you, we'll pay you maybe sort of someday. Tark, we're seeing some people moving away from Southern California to the Midwest, the Kentuckys, the Oklahomas. Are you seeing it? You're not too far from a, from the, the border of Oklahoma. Yes, I'm actually I less than a half hour to the border. And are you seeing a lot of people moving there? Even some Texans. We have a couple of Texas clients that have actually moved over to Oklahoma. Yes, quite a bit because they're basically tired of the uh, influx of Californians. Which it's obviously I was welcomed in Cal in Texas when I left California, but I'm very conservative. They're sick and tired of the liberals that ruined the state of California moving to Texas and voting the same way. Yeah, isn't that interesting, folks? You came from California. You're going to a different state. Uh, 
as I tell people, we're we're on often in, in one of my hometowns, which is St. George, Utah. Listen, St. George, this is you specifically. You have to squish. <laughs> I wish there's a, a better way of saying it. You have to squish any progressive ideas. Here, here's how you know they've taken root. You're driving down river. You're down, driving down one of the main streets, and you look to your left and right, and you see somebody by themselves wearing a mask in a car. Okay, that's psychologically, uh, I got to be careful. Salem is a great partner of mine. That's psychologically wacky, right? I mean, I mean, you understand. They, they, they're scared because that's what the politicians do. They keep you scared so that you don't pay attention to what they're doing with the left hand. Why in the daylights would somebody be comfortable with their own air? Breathing their own air in, right? Your body said, oh, it's time to get rid of this, so breathe it out. And you say, oh, that's okay. I'm going to breathe it right back in. I know better, right? Why do physicians, I met about 36 physicians, less than five say you should wear a mask, by the way. And you guys know it. You're doctors. But heaven forbid you say something, you lose your job. You'd be ostracized, right? Because science has been settled. Oh, gosh, I guess I missed that class. So guys, really, you have to run for school board. You have to embrace conservative Californians because the rest of them need to be pushed back into San Francisco. We'll be back, guys. Hey, stay with me. Eric Hallaby, the Total Financial Hour. We'll be back in just a minute. Continuing with our guest, Tarek Nasrallah, on your place for news, talk, and information. I'm Eric Hallaby. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Financial security will help you live the life you dream. Learn about financial power, the total financial hour. Now higher income strategy. Learn from Arif Halaby. Hey, welcome back to the show. Thanks for staying with me. Thanks for joining me. I'm Arif Halaby, the total financial hour in your place for news, talk, and information. Listen, we're talking about uh, your family's finances. We always talk about you know, getting out of debt, managing your money, planning for retirement. It's always one or two or even all of those things. Today, we have our special guest, Tarek Nasrallah. Tarek was a business owner in Southern California, relocated in 2016 from California to the Texas outside of Dallas area, specifically because uh, it's just better for his business. And I want to ask him some things where, where his customers are coming in. They have a few minutes, right? Their cars are being worked on. He still has a business in the Southern California area, but his cars are being worked on. You got a few minutes to talk to your customers. Tark, you're sitting there. You have customers coming in, <clears throat> right? They're, they're waiting for their car to be done. And sometimes you carry a conversation with them. Tell me what it takes for them to leave. Like, what was the last straw? Do you ever get into that conversation when they're from another place? Oh, absolutely. And for the majority of it is the money. It, you know, it. Like, for example, last week I was in Dallas, and uh, I stopped at a Costco to fill up with gas, and it was, uh, and my wife is screaming how high it is in Texas, and it was 262. <laughs> so, and I come back, and I fill up in gas here at Costco, and it's $4, and I said, you're still upset about your price? He's like, no, I'm fine. Yeah, right. P- part of his cost, and for, I'll give you a perfect example. I lived in the Santa Clarita area of Southern California, North Los Angeles. For just a little bit more than what I sold my house here, I bought three over there. I could have bought a mansion, a 7,000-square-foot house for the same money, but why? I said, I don't need a big house. So I bought a regular size house, four-bedroom, three-bath, 2,500 square feet, which is, by the way, 
a thousand square feet bigger than my home was here, and I still bought two more rentals. Wow. So money's huge. Regulations, another thing. Over there, Texas schools are open for, through COVID. The schools are open. The businesses are open. Nobody had to shut down and just, you know, go die in a, at home from frustration and depression as opposed to COVID. So I had that. There's a COVID tracker, you know, uh, for the deaths and, and people. Because the deaths and the hospitalizations are so low right now, you hear the left-wing media really focus on on uh, infections, right? People being testing testing positive. Do you realize uh, in most of these cases, if you test once and then you retest and you still have it, they count that as a double. Yeah, yeah, we've heard that. We've seen that. I've shared with you with a personal friend of mine whose daughter, uh, granddaughter, I should say, was killed in a car accident. She was a little two-year-old. And they put her down as COVID, as her passing, even though it was a car accident. And I have family members I can share with you. You guys know these stories, but they're not allowed to be put out because it doesn't fit the narrative. And so yesterday I was speaking to somebody who said, oh, the deaths in Texas are just off the charts. You have no idea how many people. I said, are you, are you kidding me here? Let me go to the COVID tracker. You take a look and you say how many people died of COVID, right? You just hit that into your search engine. Uh, and what does it tell you? Very simple. It tells you there were two or four or six. In some counties, nothing. That, that's important you know that. Because in, in the idea of this fear that they're driving, driving you, right? people are just afraid. Let's go over to Texas and see, and then they get all excited. Florida doesn't report its numbers. Yeah, because it, it knows this is a game. Right? Daily new cases. Everybody, it's a virus, you guys. Everybody's going to get it. Ready for this? This week, the average death in Texas, and this is sad, but there's 30 million people in Texas. 30 million. Not including Joe Biden's current immigration wave. Right? <laughs> Who knows? And there's some that have 5, 6, 8, 7, 10, 15 per day. And they count the Hispanics that come over with a positive test. Listen, now, you've heard me say this. If, you, if, you're, if you're dumb enough to think this is about uh, you know, race or something, I'll be clear. Mexico, Honduras, Guatemala, El Salvador, Nicaragua, they are purging their Indian population. They are sending their Mayan and other Indian indigenous people population to the United States. You're not getting uh, a guy who can trace six generations back to Colón, back to Barcelona. You're not getting those people. You're getting the indigenous uh, population, some who can't even speak English or Spanish. They speak Mayan. That's who they're forcing into the United States. And of course they come with COVID. They're sick. But you don't get to count them the same. I mean, why would that be okay? Right? If we're doing stuff, if you have days where there's zero deaths in Texas, zero deaths in Florida, and yet they make the rest of the country, you know, do this lockdown as if. Right? It's become a joke is what it is. Nobody's believing them anymore. And that's sad, right? Because government, you're supposed to believe them. I don't know, maybe you take it with a grain of salt, but a lot of people are running running from California. I want to encourage you to do a couple of things. Consider start merging your accounts from traditional IRAs and dropping them into Roth IRAs. It can be a great opportunity. Pay the taxes now. 
because I think taxes are going to go up to pay for all this mess. When you have about 9,000 companies that have left the state of California, guess where they're going? All over the country. They're going to Nevada. It's a lot of desert there to fill up. They're going to Utah. Salt Lake City has picked up Stitch Fix, right? This far left wing. Yeah, guys. Yeah, they are progressive left company. Yes, they are Stitch Fix, right? And they said, uh, forget California. We're moving. Right. You guys, basically, I consider it this way with all of our state politicians in the state of California. They pass all these laws. They pass all these bills. They take a match. They light a fire and they say, I'm moving to uh, Maryland or to Texas. Yes. They move to Florida, to Nevada. These are progressive companies. Create a problem, support these politicians, support the unions that create this mess. And then they turn around and leave their state behind. Right, Austin, Texas, guys, is mini California. Parts of Salt Lake City, you're wondering, wait a second, did I just leave Silicon Valley? I don't mean because there's smart people with yuppies that can't match their socks. I'm talking about people that are, uh, you know, far left that want their avocado toast and their double, triple latte with the, you know, splash of whatever. You have to ask yourself, uh, you must, you must keep them out of public office. Until maybe they, they birth smart children or they pass away. I mean, you can't, you can't let them operate. Tech billionaire Larry Ellison left California for Hawaii. And Hawaii has always been a place of higher taxes. And yet he left. Isn't that funny? I don't know. Shutterstock's billionaire founder Jonathan Oranger. He left Silicon Valley. Guess what? Oh, Florida. Huh. David Bloomberg. Oh, sorry, Blumberg, David Blumberg, left. These are people that if you're in that Silicon Valley, if you're in the money game, you know, you know, they left. Dallas, Texas, Austin, Texas, the Plano area. We're seeing that a lot. What? T- tell me about the traffic, Tarek. We're, we have a guest here, folks, uh, on the Total Financial Hour, Tarek Nasrallah. Let me give you our phone number here real quick again. 888-99-RETIRE. That's 888 888- Nine nine seven three eight four seven. All right, Tarek. Tarek Nisrala, business owner in Southern California, relocated to uh, Texas, the Dallas area. Traffic. We're hearing a lot of this in Franklin, Tennessee. Clients that moved outside of Nashville. And they're saying, Arif, traffic is horrendous. I have friends that lived, born and raised there, and they've now picked up and moved 20 miles out of town because traffic is crazy. They think they're living in midi Los Angeles. What are you seeing when it comes to the traffic in the Texas area? Are they having to build new roads and bridges, et cetera? Yes, traffic is horrendous. It's getting worse literally by the day. The only positive thing, thing that I see in Texas, and I travel back and forth on a weekly basis, and every time I go there, there's a new highway or a new road being built, which you don't see that here. So, yes, traffic is horrendous. Uh, the only time you can literally travel without traffic is on a Sunday. But even that, going to church, it gets a little trafficy. But it's amazing. It's getting so bad. It's almost like I'm in, on on a LA highway. Yeah, they. Uh, if you look at some of the areas, I know in southern Utah, we've we've spent some time there. You take a look, and you can see that there's an overlay of roads that don't that don't exist yet, and it's going through you know Farmer John's field, and you see that it's going to connect with this field over here. And and okay, well, it's not there yet. In California, it will be here in 25 years, right? We're still building traffic 
surveys based on and, and completing projects based on surveys that were done 15 and 20 and believe it or not 25 years ago now the one benefit to southern california is if everybody leaves right the traffic's going to be better except all of the politicians that are corrupt and listen the government workers i love you guys your clients your friends your family uh, that's fine but but we don't need six people to watch one guy dig a hole right that's what we have here in southern california you have to uh, you have to understand because somebody's cousin's mother it's like you know the old south well, how'd you become deputy sheriff? Well, my uh, uncle was the sheriff. Oh, okay, got it. So there's no training. Yep. And and you need to understand when you're looking at something very specific like, well, like trying to understand the traffic scenario, we're doing something to make it right here in California. But what kind of companies are you seeing out there? I'm waiting for you to mention one particular company that's pretty big in the Greenville area. The big company in Greenville area that uh, it's actually the biggest employer in Greenville is called L3. L3 Harris is the name of the company. They're, what does that do? They're basically a competitor of Boeing. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. And just to mention another company, it's not in Greenville. It's in McKinney, Texas, which is where I live, believe it or not. And it's Raytheon. They also moved out of California, but years ago. Another but, defense contractor. Correct. And L3 is the biggest uh, employer in the Greenville, Texas area. Isn't that interesting, guys? You take a look at this and you ask yourself, how many people does it take to get it from a pool, right? You have to have a decent set of pool uh, to find somebody who's a, an engineer or uh, uh, an architect, right? That's hard. It's, it's rare to find 10 people and, and, and eight of them be of a quality of training and education to be able to occupy those kinds of careers. But here's the trade-off. When you have big defense contractors that compete they need to attract high-end people. All right, so so I'm retired. Let's say I retire from, from one of the big defense contractors. We get that a lot. Are you seeing a lot of people move there specifically for these defense contractors, for oh, these careers? 100%. 100%. They get so many transplants because they're always recruiting. And believe it or not, in this the... The misinformation, like the liberals like to say, the misinformation is Texas pays a lot less than California. No, they don't. The minimum wage might be less, but nobody makes minimum wage because they can't find employees. So if my wife moved from here to there doing the same identical job, gets paid more there than here with no state income tax and less cost of living. So essentially, she gave herself a 50% raise wow. moving to Texas, even though... Yeah, even though they say they pay and they're backwards and they exactly listen. I, I'd like to go backwards in some things. I've been there where people are so kind they open the door for you. you. You're stuck on the side of the road. They come over and see if you're all right. It's a big change. Glenn Beck moved from uh, I think it was from Atlanta down into Texas. Now Ben Shapiro has moved. You're looking at uh, well, Rush Limbaugh moved to Florida. I wonder if Sean Hannity is going to move. Right, you're going to see a few people. I think you'll see Sean. I think Tucker's going to be considering moving. But listen, their careers are about D.C. or Washington State. I'm uh, sorry, D.C. or, or, or uh, you know New York. It's difficult to move. I'm going to read you a text that my wife sent me on Monday. I happen to be here in California, and she's in Texas. And here's the text. I'll read it for verbatim. Love, love, love the people in Texas. On my way to Costco, an old lady's cooler fell out of her SUV. 
a big truck parked behind her sideways to block her stuff from other cars. As she was picking up her stuff, a few more cars stopped and got out of their cars and helped her pick up everything. Amazing. Wow. <clears throat> Here they would be blowing the horns, get out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> and they would be stealing everything. Pretty much. Right? You, you take a look. Police everywhere now have body cameras. Right? But he says, oh, the police in Texas, you better not be caught driving while black. You better not be caught uh, as a minority. Uh, let's be clear. You have police chiefs throughout the state of, of Texas that are minorities. You have police chiefs. My old classmate from, from 1980, late 80s in the police academy here in Los Angeles. Yeah, he's now the chief of police of, of San Francisco. He was a nice guy back then. He was a Marine. He was always a little bit uh, quiet. But I'll tell you today, Chief Scott, he he, he doesn't, <laughs> poor guy. It's like they set him up for failure. He can't win for losing. Every time he tries something, right, his officers are racist or bigots or this. And and what, more than half the of the of the police station is minorities. So here's the problem I have, guys. We have body cameras on every single police officer. I want you to start looking at body cameras on every single politician. I think we need to be able to see it when they're in their committees, when they're negotiating, when they're doing their job in city council, in school board. We need body cameras. And I want you to start pushing for it. You need to start writing letters. If law enforcement people who affect one or two lives, yeah, it could be deadly, yes. But 99999% of the time, it's never deadly. It's just an encounter that you say, oh, he, he was rude to me, right? You ask for perfection from law enforcement officers. They cannot say or do anything wrong. In fact, in most places, the video camera is always running, meaning you have two minutes of a delay. So the moment I hit the record button, if there's an interaction and you hit the record button, it saves the last two minutes, which means if you were in the restroom, if you were talking to your wife or your husband or your girlfriend or your boyfriend, if you were disciplining your children during your lunch break, if you had an issue, a personal issue, and you, your doctor happened to call in the middle of your, you can't shut your camera off. I mean, you understand that. You get in trouble. And so we want this particular responsibility in law enforcement. You need to ask that same responsibility of your politicians, city, county, state. They stand up there without wearing a mask at the freaking school board meeting, and they tell you that your children have to wear a mask when there's zero evidence. Oh, but they could go home and infect people. Yeah, they, they can go home and get hit by an asteroid. What, what are you talking about? Right? What part do you not understand, guys? And I, and I love you all as listeners. We have thousands of you. I, I appreciate it. But if you're retired and you're sitting around thinking about wanting to think about acting about maybe about possibly, I think you got to get up off your fanny. You got to run for school board. Well, I don't have kids. I don't understand. Do you have common sense? If you're listening to my show, you got a pretty good shot at, at having some sort of common sense. Add a little bit of wisdom in there. Some patriotic hard work. I'm thinking you probably beat more than half of the folks that are already on, the, on these boards. That's been my conclusion. That's the only way to save it because you're not donating to campaigns. You should, but not everybody has the kind of money. Right. And I know I, I donated to Larry's campaign. Yeah, you're going to get some emails and and you're going to get some, uh, you know, text messages or something. So you can just hit stop or cancel or unsubscribe. No problem. They still keep the money. 
You can log in when you want to see what's going on and get away. Fine. I think you need to donate to Larry's campaign. Uh, the, the amount of people that do it, because here's the problem. The problem is the recall for Gavin Newsom. I'm confident Larry will win, but you have to vote to recall Gavin. Now, here's what I think he might do, because nobody's going to say anything about it, not even the media. If it looks like he's going to lose, right, Dianne Feinstein will step down. He'll, he'll appoint himself as U.S. Senator. Now there's the, the lieutenant governor. And the recall is a moot point. And now he runs as U.S. Senator, taking over Dianne Feinstein, because she's older now. You know that she... She doesn't have all of her faculties. Her and Joe Biden were rocking in a chair, supposedly. I mean, this is just reports. They each had little bibs that said, I'm with him. And there was an arrow pointing to each other. <laughs> but I don't know. I, listen, that, that's possible. As we see people leave the state of California, we're seeing this happen more and more. Tarek, your wife uh, is still back in, in Texas. I know this isn't easy for a relationship back and forth, back and forth. Um, how often does she want to come back or does she, cause your family, I mean, you still have family here, but your son, your, your immediate family at least is back there. Yes. How both often my children, she, I have my sons, both, both there and my wife and a grand, grand granddaughter as well. And how, how often are they coming back and forth here? They're not. When we first moved there, my wife wanted to come back. She came back about two, three times a year. Second year was like once or twice. After that, she said, I'm not coming back. It's been three years since she's been in California. We have a very close friends of ours that are having their granddaughter's first birthday party, and she invited every, called my wife. My wife's like, nope, I'm not going to California. Just doesn't want to be here. Are you seeing the masks, everybody wearing masks on the street? No. We don't wear masks. Amazing. There is people, but strictly by choice. No business will enforce it, and no private or or government entity. Not even the DMV is allowed to force you to wear a mask yeah. inside the building. Governor Abbott has now uh, made that made that the case. Let's go back to your eighth grade books, guys. Your eighth grade science books, where it says the more contagious a virus, the less deadly it is. Go back to your eighth grade books, and it'll show you that a virus cannot live on a surface, and yet you have people using antibacteria stuff. What does that have to do with a virus? There's a difference between a virus and bacteria. Go back and and listen to my radio shows for 17 years now. Go back, let's say, I don't know, 12 or 15 when California started passing the no more, uh, you know, toilet paper uh, or paper towels in a bathroom, right? You had to use a hairdryer thing. And what you heard me say was when you wipe your hands, Hands with the paper. I can't believe I'm talking about this. When you wipe your hands with a paper towel, right, it helps get rid of whatever germs you have, and then you can use it if people want to open the door with it. They open the door with it. But here's the problem. They took those away. So in gas stations and in other places, they used recycled bathroom air to dry your clean hands. And by the way, bacteria lives in heat, so guess what they did to the, to the air? Yeah, they made it hot. And you, you guys do it. You run your hands over these dryers and they say, oh, but there's filters. Okay, listen, I have seen the 17-year-old. He doesn't take it. He doesn't replace the toilet paper. doesn't wipe down the sinks. You really think anybody in their right mind is going to go into that bathroom and change any filter ever? Probably not. Uh, maybe. Listen, maybe that's the right kid. Maybe it's an Eagle Scout who finally has got the job. But the chances are pretty good that mm, probably not. 
And you guys didn't riot. Nobody said anything. Everybody's like, yeah, 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 that's right. I think we should save a whale and a, and a turtle. Right? A turtle. Yeah, a straw. There's a straw coming out of a turtle's ear. Take a picture of that. And now we're going to use paper straws. Where now we have to use three times the straws because by the time you're done with your drink, it's soggy and you have to keep taking it out. And nobody thinks. So this is the time, guys. We asked Tark to come on the show because I wanted him to explain the, the real life impact. Right? Real life impact. When businesses leave, people don't have a job. That lady doesn't go get her hair done. That guy doesn't go golfing. Uh, they don't go to the dry cleaner. They don't go out to dinner. The dollar doesn't circulate anymore. Right now on HowMoneyWalks.com, it's about $80 billion in money that the state of California no longer receives per year. Billion. B is in billion. Let me get you the exact number. I want to give it to you. $82 billion. I knew it was over 80 $82.32 billion in annual adjusted gross income that is gone forever from the state of California. Is that not interesting to you? Let me give you the state of Utah. The state of Utah is, is net positive, but ready for this? Salt Lake County, guys, is a dump. You know this if you live there, if you've been up there. They have lost $1.75 billion in revenue. Nice people, but it's a government bureaucrat. Washington County, by the way, in Salt Lake, uh, sorry, in, in Utah, is in the positive by $2.5 billion. So let me be clear one more time. California has lost $82 billion. Somebody has to pay for that. And as a retiree, that's you. Hey, guys, listen, I want to give you the phone number one more time. 888-99-RETIRE, 888-997-3847. I want to thank Tarek Nasrallah for coming on the show. Thanks for being a part of the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Uh, folks, if you have any questions, you can always get a hold of us at 888-99-RETIRE. That's 888-997-3847. Thanks for being part of the show. Listen, your family uh, matters. It matters to us. It matters to what we do. And if you have any hope of changing this country, it starts with California, which means you might want to consider supporting Larry for governor because he is literally the only person in the race that has any understanding of how to win and how to govern. Thanks for being part of the show. Electelder.com, that's where you go. I'm Eric Hallaby on the Total Financial Hour. Thanks for being with me on your place for news, talk, and information. Have a great week. Learn from Arab Hallaby.